Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. After Woodyard Road, look for one or two stopped in a center lane leaving Clinton. In the district on 395 and 695, moving well between the 14th and 11th Street bridges. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's check in with Steve Rudin in our forecast. Mainly clear skies this evening and into the overnight with falling temperatures into the middle 20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. Not going to stay there very long, although temperatures will be cooler for the day tomorrow only in the 40s, it's near normal for this time of year. Sunshine near 50 on Wednesday, mid to upper 50s on Thursday. Added clouds on Friday with temperatures around 60 degrees, mid 60s on Saturday with a chance for showers. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 43 now in the nation's capital. 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up... We know what this franchise means to you. Dan Quinn is introduced to Washington as the commander's new head coach. The next time you need a metro train, will it be there for you? He said they could be coming, but a dramatic cut still inside the metro general manager's proposed budget. I'm Mike Marilla. Montgomery County's school board names an interim superintendent before its formal vote. I'm Kate Ryan. A D.C. daycare center devastated in an explosion is getting more help. This is Kyle Cooper. The delicate matter of getting Taylor Swift's endorsement in the presidential race. We'll go in depth with the Washington Post coming up at 7.15. WTOP at 7 o'clock. California state of emergency declared after second severe storm. The mud came down and pushed the house off of its foundation and into the road. Diagnosis for King Charles. A form of cancer. Senate border and foreign aid deal reached, but... Been an attempt by critics to kneecap it. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Southern California. Water in many places where it shouldn't be after a second atmospheric river accompanied by high wind, which knocked out power and triggered mudslides. Some areas have received anywhere from five to more than nine inches, and at least three people have died. In the hard-hit Los Angeles neighborhood of Beverly Crest, this man heard the power of the water and mud pushing a home off of its foundation. It was like thunder, like... And then the sound of uh, trees, I thought, snapping like twigs. And it was just this house, just completely disintegrating. CBS's Elise Preston. Outside of Sacramento, an uprooted tree from Elizabeth Marinoble's front yard crushed her car. And then the wind was just, just breaking the branches like toothpicks. Torrential rain from back-to-back atmospheric rivers has led to widespread flooding as roads turn to rivers, forcing rescues throughout California. King Charles III has been diagnosed with cancer, and the announcement comes after a recent prostate procedure, the latest from CBS's Ramey Innocencio. Buckingham Palace revealed during that procedure that a separate issue of concern was noted and that subsequent tests positively identified it to be a form of cancer. A spokesperson for the king did not reveal what type of cancer it was, but said it was not prostate cancer. President Biden responds. Just heard his diagnosis. I'll be talking to him down 
King Charles is undergoing outpatient treatment. An overnight drone strike on a military base in Syria that houses U.S. troops kills six Kurdish fighters. CBS's David Martin is at the Pentagon. Responsibility for the attack has been claimed by the Islamic resistance, which is the umbrella group for all of the militias in Iraq and Syria that have been attacking U.S. troop locations. It's the first major assault on U.S. troops in Syria since the U.S. launched retaliatory strikes on Friday. The Justice Department is proposing changes to rules governing state-run programs that provide financial help to violent crime victims. It's designed to address racial disparities and curb the number of subjective denials of compensation. Stocks closed down on Wall Street. The Dow fell about 274 points. The Nasdaq slipped 31 points. Now this. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 7.03 here on WTOP. It's Monday evening, February 5th, 2024. DuPont Circle at 42 degrees at this hour. Coldest suburbs could be down to 25 overnight. Your full forecast on the way. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Dan Quinn is in the building. Washington commanders introduced their new head coach this afternoon at a long-running news conference in Ashburn. Quinn says he's excited to get the franchise back to where he believes it deserves to be. There is nothing I enjoy more than doing hard with good people. And these guys here, they're some really good people. And uh, I cannot wait to get it rocking here. I can't wait. Quinn also did share that he likes to curse a lot. WTOP Sports Director, Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace was in Ashburn to watch that introduction. He knows how important this franchise is to the area and to the NFL. And he said if he was going to jump back in in a head coaching spot, he wanted it to be the right place. And he wasn't going to do it if it wasn't. And he thinks this is the right time and the right place to get back in. Quinn was introduced along with the team's new offensive and defensive coordinators, former Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Say it again. Cliff Kingsbury is going to run the offense. And then former Cowboys defensive passing game coordinator Joe Witt Jr. is in charge of the defense. A lot more to see at WTOP.com and, of course, with sports at 25 and 55. In December, Metro's general manager said station closures, along with staff and service cuts, were all on the table because of a massive budget gap. Since then, it appears the outlook for Metro is less bleak, but you're going to have to pay more. A $750 million deficit in December called for drastic cuts, but Metro General Manager Randy Clark this week will present the agency's board with his proposed budget, which he says doesn't include many of those cuts, such as the shuttering of several stations. But what is inside? A 12.5% fare increase that will kick in in the summer if the budget's approved. It also calls for fares to jump 25% for late night and weekend rail rides. The proposal also freezes salaries for Metro workers and management. Speaking to the media, Clark says the proposal comes as Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. promised to bring a combined $480 million of funding to the table. And he's optimistic, he says, the money will come through as the legislative process continues to make those payments a reality in the city and both states. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 705 Other News Tonight. A new interim school superintendent has been chosen by the Montgomery County Board of Education just days after Monifa McKnight stepped down as the system's leader. WTOP's Kate Ryan. Monique Felder, who's been in public education for 32 years, is not a stranger to the Montgomery County school system. She started as a teacher in Montgomery County. She also worked in Prince George's County schools and served as superintendent 
for Orange County Schools in North Carolina. And she's now being tapped to serve as interim superintendent in Montgomery County. The Montgomery County Board of Ed says in its statement it is aware there was an investigation into financial disclosure reporting of an honorarium to Felder from an education consulting company in 2019, but that the findings were, quote, unsubstantiated. The planned appointment comes as school officials prepare to appear before two council committees on Thursday. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Big cities and small towns all across America are dealing with a spike in the use of the synthetic opioid fentanyl. Some local experts believe it's a cheaper, in fact, it is cheaper to buy counterfeit pills and that is one reason so many more people are overdosing. WTOP Scott Gelman with our report. These counterfeit pills, they are pressed to resemble prescription drugs. Fairfax County Police Lieutenant Kevin White explains they're finding fentanyl in the shape of those medicines the most. Our Organized Crime and Narcotics Division has seized a significant higher number of fentanyl pills and powder in 23 than we did in 22. Cost plays a role in that. Before, White says counterfeit pills cost about $30. And over the last couple of years, we've seen that number go down to under $10 per pill. Ellen Volo runs the county substance use task force. The number of non-fatal opioid overdoses in 2023 is about 30% higher than what we saw in the prior year. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The county is using opioid settlement money to fund several projects in response to the rise in overdoses. 707, the Southeast D.C. community is rallying to help the owner of a local daycare get back on her feet. She lost everything when her building recently exploded. WTOP's Kyle Cooper with that. A fundraiser for Regina Sneed and her workers at Baby Einstein is happening at Agua 301 in Navy Yard. 25% of every check will be donated to um, Baby Einstein. Tracy Johnson of Compass Realty helped organize it, saying her office mates who work in the area felt compelled to help Sneed and all the families affected. Sneed is grateful. We're appreciative to all of the people for, you know, donating, coming out, dropping off stuff. No kids were hurt in the gas explosion. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. There is still time for you to help this evening the restaurant fundraiser runs until 9 p.m coming up after traffic and weather more hints about interest rate cuts or possible cuts this year but when 708 michael and son's heating tune-up for only 59 dollars Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks here on WTOP. We're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 66 eastbound after the Fairfax County Parkway, the crash, what's left of it now on the right shoulder. There's no delay there at all. And westbound, things are clearing out nicely. In fact, really no delay on 66, either inside or outside the Beltway. 95 south, briefly slow in Woodbridge, getting to Prince William Parkway, and that's it. Beyond that, the pace is good. And around the Beltway, things are clearing out nicely in both Maryland and in Virginia. Not a whole lot happening at all as the rush hour is pretty much gone. In Gainesville, southbound 29 at Heathcote, did have a crash there. And in Maryland, on Branch Avenue, southbound at Woodyard Road, two stopped, and that was in the center of the roadway. And in downtown Silver Spring, are coming out of it northbound on Colesville Road at Dale Drive, uh, in the left turning lane, had one stop there. But beyond that, uh, the pace is good out to the Beltway, 95, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 270, each doing okay. WTOP Traffic Studio furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining, living room, and bedroom sets. 
plus brand name mattresses. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. Bob Inwood, WTOP Traffic. And we're going to Steve Rudin, now 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. After a beautiful day filled with lots of sunshine, mainly clear skies this evening and into the overnight with temperatures falling to the middle 20s to middle 30s by dawn. Sunshine is back tomorrow, but cooler temperatures. Highs will only be in the 40s, but that's more typical for this time of year. Around 50 with sunshine on Wednesday, mid to upper 50s on Thursday, nearing 60 on Friday. Friday, chance for showers on Saturday, mid-60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle 42, Germantown 41, and Annandale 43, all the way down to 25 degrees in our coldest suburbs overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says a March rate cut is unlikely and suggested the Fed will cut fewer times this year. Snap is cutting 10% of its remaining workforce. Big tech companies have announced 32,000 layoffs so far this year. The district's per capita income topped $100,000 last year. 29% of D.C. tax filers reported income of more than $100,000. The Dow lost 274 points Monday. The S&P 500 down 16. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And Asia-Pacific markets getting off to a lower start. Australia's ASX 200 is down 1%. Jackson Hewitt offers you your biggest refund, guaranteed, or your money back, plus 100 bucks. Hurry into Jackson Hewitt today. Coming up on WTOP, Taylor Swift endorsed Joe Biden in 2020. Will she do it again? We'll talk to the Washington Post about this merging of pop culture and politics. That's on the way for you. 7-Eleven. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Still ahead here on WTOP, part of the spectacle of the Super Bowl is to watch really rich people spend money. We'll talk about those VIP packages coming up, Seven twelve. Hey, it's Brett from Bull Oak. Are you struggling from ED? We've got a groundbreaking solution that's transformed the lives of thousands of men. Our WAVE technology is backed by 50 clinical studies, including research from prestigious Cambridge University. It revitalizes blood flow by repairing blood vessels, all without the need for pills or the worry of side effects. If you're ready to end your ED struggles, call us now. Not only will you get a free assessment and blood flow ultrasound, we're also throwing in your first treatment free on us. 
That's right. Give us a call and schedule an appointment, and we'll get you your first treatment free. This is a $600 value, and it's yours free if you call in the next two minutes. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Guys, it's time to reclaim your love life and put an end to your ED. 703-337-1919. Call Bull Oak now to qualify. 703-337-1919. Uline is here for the hard workers. For the ones rolling up their sleeves, working round the clock, and getting the job done. You're dedicated to doing what it takes to keep a business growing. Uline is dedicated to helping you make that happen. Working seven days a week, staying fully stocked and ready to ship any of our 41,000 items the same day. Uline, your shipping and industrial supply specialists. Visit Uline.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 714, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us tonight. Music superstar and historic Grammy winner Taylor Swift endorsed Joe Biden in the 2020 election. Will she do it again and will it move a lot of voters to President Biden's side? Let's go live to Kara Vogt. She covers politics and culture for The Washington Post and has been writing about these questions and many others. Thank you for a few minutes of your time, Kara. As with every subject these days, nothing is easy. Nothing is really cut and dried. Based on your reporting, what are your insights into a Taylor Swift endorsement this year? So a few things. I think one thing we know about Taylor Swift is she is a Democrat. She endorsed Joe Biden, as you said, in 2020. She is very pro-gay rights, pro-reproductive rights. So her values are in alignment with the party. Um, The question is, what does an endorsement look like? And one thing that people heavily emphasize is Taylor's most effective when it looks like she's doing something from the heart on her own. So there's a bit of a delicate dance of folks hoping she'll endorse without making it look like anyone asked her to. Interesting. You know, uh, Swifties are buying football gear in light of the relationship with Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs. They may not have had any interest in football before, or they may have. I'm not drawing any conclusions there. But does it translate to politics in the same way? If Taylor Swift says Joe Biden is our best chance at a hopeful future, would many millions of Swifties uh, suddenly vote for him? You know, that's a great question. Um, I think a lot of people uh, who like Taylor Swift already share her politics in the same way you're often fans of something or someone who seem, you know, you see yourself reflected back in them in some way. People who like Taylor are Democrats. At the same time, a lot of Republicans who like Taylor Swift do so with the very strong awareness that she doesn't share their politics. If anything, people really hope Taylor's endorsement of Joe Biden or any other Democrat this year would really be more to motivate existing Democrats. That is, people who are inclined to vote for Joe Biden, but maybe forgot to register to vote or don't know when voting is. Having her come out in October and say something would be a great way for them to be activated politically and get out the vote for for Joe Biden. Understood. I didn't mean to gloss over something you said about a minute ago, which is it has to be organic to Taylor Swift. Uh, It it can't be uh, that suddenly she's on the stage with the president and first lady and uh, and vice president Kamala Harris, and it's all looking very staged. Uh, What kind of announcement would look more natural, if not be more natural? Well, the first thing is it can't look like the president is asking for her endorsement or anyone in the campaign has to be the kind of thing that if any outreach is happening, has to be done very, very quietly. Um, an announcement that would be organic from her might be an Instagram post. She likes to communicate with her fans that way. 
It might be explaining, you know, maybe not in the language Joe Biden would use to convince people to vote for him, but language Taylor would use, saying things like, you know, I'm upset about the reversal of Roe v. Wade. I'm upset about attacks on gay rights in this country. Because of that, I hope you vote for Joe Biden. It has to sound like something that she would just be saying naturally from the heart, as she does with all the songs she writes and the reasons why her fans love her all across the world. And extending that point a little more, even if Taylor Swift can't move votes necessarily, could she manage to change some minds on certain issues, such as trans rights? That's a, that's a good question. Um, something that came up as I was reporting this piece about Taylor um, in the Post today is is that people think that, you know, even if she can't really necessarily uh, change anyone's vote, to spend time in her world means that you are going to spend time with someone who does think, for example, that trans people are people. Uh, she famously cast a trans man as her love interest in a recent music video for her album Midnights that was seen as pretty provocative and groundbreaking and a strong statement of her beliefs. And if people spend enough time watching these things, they become normalized. Taylor's normalizing that culture for a lot of people who may not be exposed to it. And in that way, you know, maybe people won't vote for a Democrat, but they might think, oh, you know, let's be kind to everyone in our lives. So uh, a final question in our final few seconds here. Swift certainly knows Joe Biden. Is it at all clear that President Biden knows who Taylor Swift is? It's a really, really good question. <laughs> um, Joe Biden is in his 80s. We know he likes folk music, Irish folk music to be specific. And um, he did confuse Taylor Swift and Britney Spears, it seemed, at the turkey pardon last year. Um, he's got granddaughters, though. His wife, Jill, Dr. Biden, is uh, from Philly, and, and Taylor is a Philly girl. So I'm sure even if he's not super aware of all of her moves, there are people in his life who are very aware of Taylor Swift. Kara, thanks so much for your time. We very much enjoyed speaking with you. Thanks so much. That's Bye-bye. Kara Vote live on WTOP, covering politics and culture for The Washington Post and explaining that a Taylor Swift endorsement of Joe Biden, not necessarily a simple thing this election year. Top stories on WTOP. GOP resistance is growing to a Senate bill that would reform rules along the southern border. We're following the latest on Secretary of State Tony Blinken's newest trip to the Middle East. And Dan Quinn introduced as the commander's head coach. Sometimes using profanity, he said he badly understands how much the fan base wants to win again. Keep it here for full details. And now traffic and weather on the 8th, brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza takes the headache out of planning with the Lido Pizza team party giveaway for your child's sports team. Go to WTOP.com, search Lido to enter your chance to win a pizza party and for complete details. It's time for Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, no rush hour left now. Things have cleared out all around the region, around the Beltway. No incidents or delays to report. And traffic on 50 to the Bay Bridge also runs pretty freely. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 270, all the majors in great shape. The crash on 66 eastbound after Fair Lakes is out of the roadway. There's no delay in either direction on 66. And both 395 and 95 uh, also without delay now. In the district, 295, 695, and 395 each. Uh, pretty quiet right now. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. 
Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Steve Rudin next. He's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Mainly clear skies this evening and into the overnight with falling temperatures into the middle 20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. Not going to stay there very long, although temperatures will be cooler for the day tomorrow, only in the 40s. It's near normal for this time of year. Sunshine near 50 on Wednesday, mid to upper 50s on Thursday. Added clouds on Friday with temperatures around 60 degrees, mid 60s on Saturday with a chance for showers. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria 42, Penn Quarter 44, Columbia 37. Some parts of our area could be all the way down to the 20s overnight, 25 degrees in our coldest suburbs. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. We think we found a new way to tell whether a certain dog will live longer. We've got that story ahead on WTOP. Be warned. The ones who pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is, you may create drink envy because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. 723. When you're the victim of a data breach, you do usually get free uh, credit monitoring and other services for a while, like a couple of years. But should that be for life? Maryland Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger and D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton have introduced a bill that would provide free lifetime identity protection coverage to current and former and prospective feds who lost their info to those OPM data breaches in 2015. Right now, they only get protection for another couple of years. This year's Super Bowl is a pricey affair. CBS News correspondent Wendy Gillette reports on who's paying big bucks to attend Sunday's game. Super Bowl. When you watch this year's Super Bowl, you might be curious about the kind of person who snagged a ticket that goes for thousands of dollars. It's become, I would say, almost an 80% corporate to 20% private uh, demographic that is attending the event. Barnabas Correga is CEO and founder of the GR8 Group, which creates curated experiences to attend high-profile events like the Super Bowl. We've done things with uh, NFL legends, past Super Bowl champions. The cost for that kind of personalized experience ranges from twenty-five to seventy-five thousand dollars a person, and this year suites are going for a million dollars. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. This year's tickets are even more in demand because Allegiant Stadium, while quite new, is one of the smallest to ever host a Super Bowl. Other news tonight: dogs with the longest snouts might also live the longest. This is according to New Science. It means a poodle or a dachshund likely to outlive, say, a French bulldog or St. Bernard. British researchers say the theory mostly applies to dogs in Britain, though, 
where overbreeding may give some animals a genetic advantage. Sports at 25 and 55. It's 725. We're going to Ben Raby. All right, Dimitri, Dan Quinn raring to go for his second NFL head coaching job. Quinn having coached Atlanta from 2015 through 2020. But as he settles in here in Washington, Quinn says despite the commander's struggles over the past few seasons, there are pieces he's looking forward to working with. First, I'll start with the defense because that's unfortunately that's sometimes where my eyes go first. But I would say, man, was I impressed, you know, by the inside of the defense, you know, with the defensive tackles and knowing that it starts up front on both sides, man. It's, you know, defensive line and offensive line. So that was the spot that jumped.